Hey you, I'm excited you're here. Welcome to Triumph After Trauma. I'm Caitlin, aka Katie. Designer, business owner, go-getter, and most important, human just like you. I created this podcast to provide tools and support to those of you struggling to cope with a mental illness or work through a traumatic experience. Weekly, I'll share a personal story of mine, how it affected me, resources that helped me out of that dark place, and I'll end each episode with an empowering reminder. What I want for you to know is if I can make it through really tough shit and still find ways to thrive, so can you. Let's get this started. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Triumph After Trauma. I'm of course excited to be here. Always far more excited to have you here with me. I'm currently in a bit of a season of change with this business, my podcast, and my small design and decor business, Creative Katie Decor. So I thought, considering I'm going through this season of changes, why not talk about it here on my podcast? Why not share the story of alignment and how when you do something in your business, life, relationships, or even at work that doesn't feel right for you, that doesn't feel aligned to you, what that can lead to mentally because there is quite a big correlation between your mental health and whether or not you're doing things and living in a way that feels aligned to you or not. I hope you are cozied up with your favorite drink if it's a chilly day where you are. I hope that if you're out and about, you got headphones on so we're one-on-one. If you're at home doing any sort of errands or chores, I hope you are making sure you're super tuned in, so we're having a good chat. Let's get to it. So first and foremost, I just want to say that I am a big believer in prioritizing ourselves. However, prioritizing ourselves is kind of like a job. You have to remind yourself to do it. It's a lifelong process. It's a lifelong practice. To be specific, when we are doing things in our business, in our life, in our careers, in our relationships, with our children, in regards to a situation with a family fight, anything, if we're doing anything, living in any sort of way that doesn't feel aligned to us, we are not properly prioritizing ourselves and we are negatively affecting our own mental health. I'm not saying this to be rude, I'm not saying this to be all harsh and be like, oh, you need tough love. I am telling you this because I've learned the hard way from experience that this is, in fact, the case. Up until a few years ago, I used to be a people pleaser, which meant you knew who you could be yourself around and who you couldn't. The people you couldn't, you watched what you did, watched what you said, told them that your dreams weren't actually what your dreams were, but whatever you thought they wanted to hear, you just wanted to please them. It didn't matter if you were pleasing yourself. Sometimes this actually comes from some sort of childhood trauma. Sometimes not. Sometimes it's not necessarily your trauma, but you are watching older siblings, for example, or cousins you have act certain ways around certain people, or You can tell that they are walking on eggshells to please certain people and you just develop those habits. 
whatever reason you may be a people pleaser, I want you to do whatever the fuck work you have to do to get out of it. I know it may be dark, scary work. It may take you through some childhood trauma. It may make you understand that you're telling stories to yourself that aren't actually stories you believe in, that aren't stories you came up with about yourself. But one of the most rewarding things I've ever done is do the work to get out of the people-pleasing habit. I'm going to tell you a story quickly. When I started college for interior design and decor in 2017, my dream was to someday graduate. And once I had a certificate, create a whole line of home goods and decor and offer interior virtual services as a home decorator and stylist. While in school though, a lot of people were presuming that I would want to go on to have a full degree to really be an interior designer and to do the whole full renos, site visits, and take on big, big projects. Would that be fun? Yes. But let me be realistic. I am already 30 years old. I would be anywhere between 33 and 35 by the time I finish doing the rest of schooling. I would need to have a degree and then I would still have to pass an exam to do it. So literally, I would only be officially becoming a full interior designer by the time I'm like 35. If I decide at all that I want to have children, I want to be having children by 35. And in all honesty, I just generally, when I started school, didn't picture going on to be a full interior designer, and I never pictured offering services that include me doing full rental projects, basically, and doing site visits. What I pictured was specifically doing virtual services as a stylist and decorator and having a home decor line because that is aligned with what I want for the rest of my life and that is what will work with my body. I let people's presumptions determine what I currently offer with my business. And honestly, because it's not aligned with what I actually want, I'm not putting the effort I know I could into Creative Katie Decor, my design and decor shop. I'm not making the moves I know I could. And that's simply because I'm doing, well, I was doing what other people I thought wanted me to do. I wasn't doing what truly felt right for me, what truly excited me. Now that I am, now that I am certain about what I want and I'm announcing it to the world here on social media, verbally to friends, family, co-workers, now that I'm actually announcing publicly that I had always dreamt of being an interior decorator and home stylist and having my own home goods line, I feel like I'm suddenly making so many moves. More importantly, I feel excited again. I feel creative again. I feel driven again. 
tendencies to want to people please will always come up because that has just been part of my life and unfortunately part of just my habits for so many years but here are some of the things that i have done over the past few years to stop doing so to really live authentically as myself and to learn how to just call my shots and be who i know i'm meant to be and these are the things that i still do or say to myself when those tendencies try to come up so that i can nip them in the bud and i don't people please first and foremost when you're trying to please somebody else ask yourself if what I'm about to do or say is something they have ever announced to me they want from me like for example if you're going to go tell your mom that you want to move out of the country are you scared to tell her because she's actually ever told you that she doesn't want you to travel the world to explore to be independent or are you just scared that because you and her may be so close that she won't want you to leave that she'll be scared of the negative things that could happen and she'll try to force you to stay i hope you're picking up what i'm putting down i hope that's making sense because it does in my head but that doesn't mean it will when i actually say it another thing i used to be bad at was telling friends things that i thought they wanted to hear when friends asked for advice I used to tell them whatever I thought they want to hear. Not what they needed to hear, not what I honestly thought, not what the honest advice was I had. I would say and do the things that I thought would lead to the least or to no confrontation. Because that is part of people pleasing. Not wanting confrontation, not wanting to have to have debates or disagreements, that is part of people pleasing. So I kid you not, when I'm about to do or say something that doesn't super feel aligned to me, I stop myself and I say, Caitlin, this isn't aligned. Then why are you about to say or do it? It doesn't matter if it wasn't going to actually please somebody else. Doesn't matter if it was. If it's not aligned for you, don't say it, don't do it. And just like that, nipped in the butt. That's what I practiced and still practice today. As I was working to get out of this people-pleasing habit, I was taught by a therapist to look back on a specific situation where you did or said something that you knew wasn't aligned for you, that you knew you were saying or doing because you wanted it to please somebody else. She told me, simply Think about how that made you feel and the desire to not feel that way again can nip a tendency that you feel popping up right in the bud. And it does. It works anytime I feel myself about do or say something that doesn't feel aligned. I tell myself a quick story. Remember when this happened? Remember how it made you feel? You don't want to feel that way again. And then bam. I remember the only person that I need to be pleasing all the time is myself. The other thing I really want to mention quickly that I started to do when I 
began my work getting out of these people-pleasing habits and one of the things I still do is on social media and in real life I surround myself with people who are authentically themselves now I'm sure you understand what I mean when I say this you can tell when people are living authentically when people are truly doing things saying things and living in ways that are aligned to them and when they're not maybe you don't understand that but I get those intuitions I am pretty good with intuition so I can tell pretty often when people are living authentically as themselves and are doing things that are aligned for them and not I purposely surround myself like I said with people who are because when you're surrounding yourself with people that are the way you want to be, that are doing things you want to do, it encourages you to just freaking do it. These people will inspire you to not waste the one life you have. They will give you all the motivation you need to say, fuck what everyone else thinks, no matter who they are, how close to me they are, how long they've known me. I want to live this specific way because it feels right to me. And the people who truly, truly do love me will be there for me, will love me as I truly am. Honestly, for me, it's really a lot of psychological work and just all these reminders and little pep talk type things. But it's so worth it to have done this work. And to be at a place where I can so easily nip these tendencies in the butt. I know that this is a lifelong process and that the hard work can be scary and kind of ugly. But I do suggest making an effort to do that work if you have people-pleasing tendencies. Because getting out of that habit, getting out of what feels like a trap, is super fucking freeing and your whole world can honestly change the second you learn to get out of that habit before i let you go friends i want to remind you of something else quickly sometimes doing things that don't actually feel aligned to you can also come from comparing yourself to people who are maybe also podcasters like you, who offer some of the same services as you, who are also teachers, who are also coaches, or maybe also writing a book or whatever it may be. You get the point. Just because you're following someone or inspired by someone who's offering something similar to you does not mean that you should be comparing yourself. For all you know, you could be comparing your month six to their year six. People don't always show that side of things. How hard it was to get to where they are. Some people, for whatever reason, don't like to share how long they've been in business on their profiles. So you could be comparing yourself to somebody thinking they've also only been in business four months like you and they've made thousands more dollars while really you're in month four and they're in month eight. But have been lucky enough to partner with a brand that caught them or are actually in year six and have done 
years and years of hard work to finally make a profit. You don't actually know what somebody's situation is or how they got to where they are in their business, career, relationship, whatever it is you're comparing, which is why you shouldn't compare. And that little bit of an outlook for me, that little bit of knowledge right there for me is all it takes for me to just not compare. I have forever, for my whole life, had issues with people pleasing in comparison. But all of that that I've mentioned, all those tips and tricks, all those little types of pep talks and reminders have helped and they still help today. Before I let you go, friends, I would like to just remind you that you deserve to feel good about what you're doing, about how you're living. You deserve to feel like how you're living is truly aligned to you. You do not deserve a life where you're living for other people and are causing yourself all sorts of anxiety, stress, fear, sadness, and this feeling of unworthiness. I just want to remind you how much you matter and how much you deserve to do things in your life that make you feel excited, that are aligned to you, that make you truly happy. I am so grateful to know all of you, to be connected with you, to be on this crazy journey called life with you. I will connect with you on social media through the week and I cannot wait to be back here with you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope this episode was helpful for you. If it was, tell someone about it who needs to hear this message or share it on social media and tag me at this is Katie, K-A-I-T-E-Y, so we can connect. Life is a wild journey, but we're on it together, and I'm so glad. You're never truly alone. I appreciate you, I love you, and I will talk to you soon.